Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Oh, it is definitely time for more suds. Welcome to the suds episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm one of your co-hosts here at the table. This is good boy Mike. Joining me here is good boy Dave. I'm another one of your co-hosts. Are you sure? (laughs) Good old gal Juliana. Hi. (laughs) Good old boy Kendall. (laughs) It's always great to be here. Cheers, y'all. Well, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m., and we'd like to thank you for choosing us over Farming Today and the awesome show on Lambing and seaweed pollution. <laughs> you know, you had a choice. connected. <laughs> and, well, all I have to say is you chose us. So our side segments are all about beer, beer, and more beer. This one-hour episode should be uh, entertaining for almost 13 minutes today. Wait a second. When's that 13 going to start? How does lambing and seaweed production... I don't know. All I have I to mean... say, it's another high-quality piece of entertainment from the BBC radio. So Does the lambing fur They're on at the same time the... as we are at okay. 2 a.m. So, so lambs pollute I don't know by I wasn't at the production meeting pooping? that's all I got to say <laughs> that's all they really do is poop and run around how do they so. get near the seaweed though that's like oceany oh, stuff it's carried through the groundwater mm. well we are headed back to Denver for the GABF the great American beer festival <laughs> for our fourth year of coverage we are a group of GABF veterans attending, plus we have one rookie. Oh, I'm so excited. Kendall's um, breaking his GABF yes. cherry. I know. <laughs> well, today's show is pretty much all about just kind of figuring out, you know, what, uh, how can you prepare for the onslaught of events for the week. We did another one of these uh, at some of the other years that we've been, and I've gotten some good feedback, uh, mostly. From me? Um, uh, no. About it, me? It was about you, Dave. That's for sure the feedback was. Is that guy really coming to Denver? <laughs> Do you have to bring it back? So I have to drive in. They've got my picture up at the airport. They have a, uh, they have a, um, uh, a test this year to uh, make sure that you're worthy. <laughs> it's very close <laughs> to some of the immigration tests. Wow. So, anyway. <laughs> right. I hope it's not spelling. I'm not um, ready can you say the governor's name of Colorado or the former governor's name of Colorado? Like Huckleberry or Hicken, Hickenbacken? Hickenbooty? Yeah, we'll talk about him later. Frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I'd start off with a little bit of a roundtable discussions on kind of whatever our expectations you know, are for this year. Uh, Juliana, why don't you kick us off? What are you thinking about this year for Denver? Okay. For GABF? The first thing, whatever you do, do not drop that cup. Oh, absolutely not. 
<laughs> bom, bom, bom. You just love it, don't you? <laughs> you know, how many beer festivals we go to where it's not on a concrete floor and they don't <laughs> hand out, you know, the cups like that? That is just something very unique to GABF for yep. sure. It is. You're not looking forward to the costumes or, you know, spending mm. high quality time with the three of us. I think that's the, <laughs> the test to tell if you're worthy or not. You know, can you keep your cup intact? <laughs> For sure. Dave, what are you thinking about this year? What are some of your expectations about GABF for My uh, expectations are for people to get your pour and move along. Mm, um, I like that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. People working there are volunteers. So hmm. step aside. Well, I love uh, my own expectation. I'm really looking forward to taking Kendall as our rookie with us this year. And it's kind of, you know, I get to live vicariously and kind of enjoying this experience. And, you know, we get to step around a few landmines of some things that we're not going to do that we've done in the past. But I like seeing, you know, this festival through a newbie's eyes and um, yep. maybe seeing the, the event for what it is. The not child seeing the world for the yeah. first time. So I like the fact that, you know, just the entourage, you know, the mix of that, you know, the four of us are going. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to a few breweries that are going to be this, there this year that have not traditionally, you know, served um, on the GABF floor. So. Um, I always like the variety of changing things up a bit, you know, um, of the beers that we get to enjoy at the convention itself. But even though uh, some of the other events outside are kind of new this year as well, we'll get around to some of those. Kendall, what are you thinking about as a newbie? Oh, wow. There's just, there's just so much. I mean, this festival's legendary. You know and there's so, beer, like, at the airport. When, yeah. like, you get off the airplane. Oh, I'm very familiar with the Denver <laughs> airport, uh, but I've never been to GABF. And but you've I've never just, seen, like, a beer garden. Like, as soon as you walk off the plane. Just, the experience <laughs> yeah. is going to be... Um, it's, it's just going to be great. I mean, it's like to me, it's once in a lifetime. You know, I I hope I get to go back again, but I can finally say I've been to GABF, and I mm-hmm. hear it's just beer, beer, beer. Uh, I feel like uh, going to the Beer Bloggers Conference for the past five years has been kind of uh, like minor leagues, getting me ready to go to the show. Yeah, I am. And, yeah. Uh, we'll now we'll I've, all I've, say yes to that. <laughs> I've been called up uh, – to the majors and it's time to go so we've all been to beer bloggers i mean we probably taste i would say maybe between two and three hundred beers over the you know three, yeah, that's three days right. yeah is that right how many how many beers do you think we'll taste over the four-day gabf event dude it's like two to three hundred per day easy yeah that's a challenge i'm willing to i'm take. gonna drink seven thousand beers <laughs> i don't think you're gonna hit that but thanks for being aspirational dave i appreciate it I'm going big i i probably have taken a good swing and i'm probably guessing somewhere around 1500 beers in the four days that sounds about right doesn't it yeah if you do the wow. math and if you're oh, it is all. it's tremendous yeah so and then plus just denver is just a great town great food uh, it's a good place to hang out and it's still not everything even no, then, God, you're it, not yeah. even really making a dent. You I think you're still like fifty percent of everything that yeah. you're probably going to get exposed to over that course of. They have uh, good, pretty good food selections there too. You know that the cheese deal, that's pretty cool. Mm, it is. Yeah. So uh, maybe you're lucky enough to actually be attending GABF this year, or you're just in Denver for the other events for that week. I found myself actually providing some timeless tips to some listeners this week. 
So I thought that I would uh, pass a few of these along. So up first is Juliana. She says... Oh, which I said before. Just don't drop the cup. Stay with the cup. Keep the cup. Protect the cup. Yes, protect the cup. Love the cup. (laughs) Like it's your firstborn. Like it's your actual cup. (laughs) So they have changed the uh, they've changed the glassware out now, so it is plastic, plastic and yeah. it kind of dr- you know dingles along. You know the uh, plastic. Yeah, I know it's a technical term. So it's anyway, it bounces along. Yes, on the uh, floor, and it's no different. You still hear. Oh. You still sound like a jackass yeah, when you drop pretty it. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so Kendall, uh, you're up next. You know. I've had a lot of people already tell me the line is huge when you get there, so, but don't worry about it. It moves fast, and you can get in. And while you wait, listen to us. Plus, they lead you in with uh, bagpipers. Very cool. So uh, we actually uh, get into the show a little bit earlier, and it's kind of interesting. Actually, you walk to the back of the hall where the entrance is of the line, and you actually are seeing them back there in the hall, and they're, like, practicing. I I never knew, and I think probably the most interesting group that practices are the people that twirl the stuff. I don't know. We call those things. Twirlies. Twirlies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Baton twirlers. Baton twirlers. I don't know. The things that have the balls at the end of the, you know, the sticks. Anyway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, anyway, <laughs> you went there, Dave. I didn't, but so, <laughs> it's a Scottish thing. So, uh, anyway, Scottish, they're, they're back there actually, like, practicing and stuff, you know, and, and um, um, it's not like a... You know, it's a real ritual, you know, for them. Oh, yeah. Like a certain thing they go through. It's big you know. business. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely um, you'll get to see. they The bagpipes tend to lead in the, the group, the line, all the way through the back of the hall. And then they come and they wind back through. So you get to actually see them, you know, a couple of times as they're going around the hall um, playing. So um, if you feel yourself stopping and taking a picture, you're not unusual. So it's um, okay. it is very cool. Yeah. But if it's one of those upskirt photos, you are unusual. <laughs> For sure. You'd probably get banned if you do that. Right. Banned. Yeah, Once definitely, again. Dave. I'm sure that that would happen. Um, so, uh, let's see. Dave, you're up next here. Yeah. So, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but um, everyone bear in mind that uh, the people pouring the beer are generally not brewers or brewery employees. They're just volunteers, so they love beer, and they're you know ready to do it but they probably don't know you know what hop varietals or what the alpha acid content was so just get your pour take a sip and move along um it's great to talk about beer with each other but remember the guy behind you he wants to drink it too this is a complete so taste and move to the side move quickly <laughs> to the side. don't even taste first just get your pour and get out we all Seek the Holy Grail. So please just take your take your sample and uh, move along, uh, for sure. Though, especially if there's like a line of thirty people. Kendall, you've been to a ton of beer festivals. It's like a disease, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, there's always somebody who wants to talk about you know what temperature they mashed in at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you use the Belgian strain on this one, or was it the German uh, yeast? <laughs> Well, we'll be right back after this break, and we'll talk a little bit more about things to do at GBF. 
clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today we're talking about the great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado for 2016. This is a massive beer festival held in October this year, the first week in October. We're talking a little bit about some of our pregame to get on so that you'll have a great time at the festival. Um, I think that I saw there's many as 60,000 people attending this year. Wow. Is that, I think that's uh, kind of the number. So, um, I really uh, can't uh, begin to tell you enough uh, really great tips. So uh, we have a couple more tips here for those of you attending the festival itself. Go after beer that you normally won't have access to in your region. Yeah. So listen, the convention hall is arranged uh, geographically. So you'll have a northeast region. There's like a Midwest region, a uh, southeast region uh, or south. um, And uh, then there's California. Uh, So... (laughs) Um, there, so everything is kind of arranged in these regions. Don't make the mistake and go to beer that you can find in a really your hometown wonderful, you know, <laughs> regional beer festival in your backyard. Um, probably go for something that uh, geographically is probably the furthest distance away from you. Beer tends to travel, you know, uh, based on what I would call the one day driving rule. Uh, so it tends to move uh, anywhere, somewhere that you can drive, um, usually within 14 hours from wherever that brewery is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's usually kind of the average, you know, brewery, you know, distribution radius. Um, so definitely take advantage of the fact that you have access to a lot of things that you would not normally have access to, um, for sure. Um Look at the map, you know, that they give you or that's available as you're waiting in the line and think about geographically what door you're walking into, whether you're going to the left or the right. If you start looking up at the banner signs and thinking you're going to be able to figure your way around the hall after about your 20th sample. No, sir. No. It's not going to work very well for you. So... Um, you know, kind of map out saying, I'm walking in, I'm going three aisles, I'm turning to the left, I'm going all the way to the back of the aisle, and I'm working down this way. This need, You need to think about a game plan, you know, geographically when you're walking in. I think that uh, the size of the beer hall itself now is as much as four football fields. I guess right. Something like that. Something yeah. crazy. No, it, yeah. it's huge since they opened up that other <clears throat> section last year. It really year. is just enormous. So yeah. uh, I can't begin to tell you, uh, you need to think about space and uh, how to get from point A to point B. So uh, definitely, Kendall, you're up next with the next one. You know, I've never been to GABF, but I've been to a lot of beer festivals, and the golden rule is hydrate. Um, I'm sure that's just as important at GFBF, if not more so. Yeah. So, uh, drink water drink you know my 
advice is to have a glass of beer, then have a glass of water. You know, switch them out and stay hydrated. Absolutely. Um, so I know that uh, some of you love to attend, uh, you know, beer festivals, frankly, just to get wasted. What do you think, Dave? There are Is there another like reason? <laughs> Let's see. I go Dave's for the goal is wow. to I go for the camaraderie and the fellowship. I don't yeah, know about the rest of you. Just get deep in here rather quickly. But you know, I'll have to say is I think you're missing a golden opportunity. You know, to enjoy um, the entire four hours and really yeah. enjoy some really great beer. Pace yourself. Look, you can go and get wasted like next week or the week after. You know, if that is really your primary goal, or after the session. Please, that would be great. For the rest of us that would actually like to taste beer while we're there, um, I think you'll find that it'll be a more enjoyable experience for you and your group if you are fairly sober, you know, through the experience. So, yeah, hydrate will really help you with that a lot. Which leads us to our last tip, which is from Juliana. Plan for a line once you get to the bathroom, boys. Okay? (laughs) But. If you're lucky enough to be like me, the fairer sex, no worries. No worries at all. We got plenty (laughs) of bathrooms and no line whatsoever. Uh, I would say as a guy, when you first feel the urge, uh, go ahead and get in line then (laughs) because it ain't going to get any better. So you don't want to be doing the little pee-pee dance uh, (laughs) trying to get into the bathroom. So we've seen... Too. You know, it's almost like a it's almost like a video that should be on YouTube that's not on there. People they yeah. have to use the restroom at GABF and they have to wait in. You line. can tell the guys who didn't plan well. Yeah, they're staring at that sample cup, going, "I think I could go in there." Yeah. You know, it's starting like, to sweat a little bit. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it is uh, quite a walk, and you have to walk. Uh, it's actually outside in the loading dock is uh, where the main restrooms are. There are actually some on the other side of the hall now um, as yeah. well. I think they have some Porta Johns too. Yeah, um, out there where uh, all the people are smoking those funny cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens out there in yes. Denver. I've heard about that. So, um, really, uh, some very solid advice. Those key tips. Uh, once again, in quick oh, summary, I have one oh. more. Oh, okay. So, uh, and this happened to me last year. My phone died about halfway through the oh, man. dang thing. So. If you can get one of those portable chargers or something, mm. you know, charge up before you go, but bring an extra charger just to uh, or give some juice. Yeah, because well, you'll yeah. want to take pictures and untapped and do all that stuff, and it'll just drain you right now. The cellular network is just beat to death, you know, in that hall. So, uh, yeah. Take pictures so you can untap later. Yeah. yeah. I would say that if you, have a, if you have a way of just putting your phone in airplane mode, do it. Uh, because you're not going to get anything out in real time out of that hall, that's for sure. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you're going to be standing up for four hours, by the way. There's no place to, like, sit down, chill out in the hall. So, yeah, throw a battery pack in your uh, back pocket. Um, you know, there's a bunch of those. So that's a, yep. that's a good tip, Dave. Thanks, all right. man. Look at me. So a uh, quick summary of all those tips. Don't drop that cup. It's a long line to get in, but it does move fast. Just enjoy the show, our show, while you're listening to get in. And definitely check out the bagpipers as you're getting to walk in. They always are a great show. Uh, Taste and move on. So, uh, 
please uh, just grab your uh, sample cup uh, and uh, get it filled and step to the right quickly and often would be really great. Um, go after beer that you normally don't have access to in your region. Hydrate. Drink as much water as you do beer. And uh, plan for the line once you get to the bathroom. Plan ahead. And uh, definitely uh, bring some way of having an alternative power source for your cell phone. So those are all the really solid tips. Uh, I would say those are, uh, if you don't know them, you should tell somebody else you're going with. They'll be uh, serving really well for those four hours if you're just getting to go to one session. So... Some other really great events uh, that week during uh, GABF outside of the convention itself. So I've told many beer geeks that, listen, if you don't get tickets to GABF, don't sweat it. Dude, you are not missing out. Um, and Juliana's you know, definitely going, absolutely. There are 80-plus events that are kind of outside the convention hall itself. Um, there's, it's nearly impossible to hit everything you know, on the GABF floor now. And, I mean, we were talking about the numbers of beers. And last year was the first year I didn't get through the hall, you know, at, yeah. with four days, you know, going. Um, but, listen, we do have some strategies. If you are just going to one session, here are a few of our strategies for you. Juliana. Uh, what am I supposed to say? If here? you're going to one <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll let um, I really like the Saturday afternoon session because it really? is yeah, and and here's my oh, that's thought. That's the uh, that's the uh, members a, only. Yeah, that's members only. H A H A A. Yeah. All so right. if you're right. an AHA, okay, fine. Get an AHA uh, membership and you can go to that session. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's well, why then, you like it because well, there are not a lot of people. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, it's just at least initially it's early. Okay, fine. <laughs> So then, if I was going to pick another one, then it would be the uh, Thursday, hmm. which yeah. would be the first one. Also okay? not crowded. Right, because it's not as crowded, so you can navigate around a bit more. Um, but one tip, if I may add, is to go to the beer guilds for each state that is available. Um, they have their own section now, which is in part of the addition that they had last year, and... Mm. You know, if you're not so sure as to, like, if you want to hit the highlights, go to the guild, ask them who they recommend, and then go find those breweries for states that you may or may not be involved with. Yeah, so the thing I really love about the uh, guild booths back there is that, so normally a brewer has to go through a long process to serve their beer on the floor. They have to ship it, there are tons of rules, there's a long waiting list, you know, they're competing with everybody. The guild uh, booths that are in the back step all around a b whole bunch of that uh, stuff. And so, because it's a limited number of beers that are aligned towards each particular beer guild, and usually they're by state. So, there's one for Maine, there's one for Wisconsin, you know. Et cetera, yeah. Uh, of course, Pennsylvania, you know. Of course. Yeah, I know. Whatever. She's about to. And so, uh, the thing is, there's the guilds actually work on trying to serve beer that is not being served in the rest of the beer hall. And uh, they really have the ability of actually featuring some, uh, sometimes it's up and coming, you know, breweries that are brand new to the state. Uh, sometimes it's very unique beer uh, that's available geographically, you know, within their beer guild as well. So, great, solid tip all the way. Dave, what would you uh, tell somebody if they were going to one session? So I would say if you're going to one session, I, th I think it kind of depends on what your priorities are. Like if you are wanting to go and kind of party and, and see a freak scene, 
Friday night session is the one because that's usually <laughs> totally when God everybody bless. wears uh, costumes <laughs> and there's like pirates and it's all just, kinds of stuff going on. Um, it's more crowded and it's it's more like a lot of the beer fests you probably go to. In good fact, people watching though. Yeah, yeah, you you see a lot of things, but I would also say, um, a hit the homebrew like pro pro am session. So those are people who have entered contests and these these are one off beers that uh, someone homebrewed a beer and won a contest so that a professional brewery made their beer. And there's some really interesting um, quality stuff there. And then I would also say uh, hit the brew pub section. You know, that's there's like this whole other little yeah, section. I was going to mention that too. It's all brew pubs. Um, usually small batch stuff. Um, a lot of stuff that will pair well with food and things like that. But you get some really quality stuff. Some of the best beers we've had, I think, came from some of those places. A lot of award winners came out of the brew pubs. Yeah, Absolutely. I was going to say those guys from California, yeah, they Chattanooga. always yeah. bring some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <clears throat> those are all uh, really solid. A uh, couple of tips I've thought about. I'm going to tell you one thing you should do and one thing you should not do. So uh, I think one of the things that you uh, should do is... You're going to have a short list of probably three or four beers that you want to taste. Yeah. And so they actually publish the breweries, and many of them actually publish uh, a lot of the beers they're serving in advance. Mm -hmm. Do yourself a favor when you're sober, like three days beforehand, make a plan. Sit down and create a short list of the beers that you absolutely want to try, and then think about where those are geographically in the hall. Get the app. Yeah. The app is a really good download, you're right, um, and I really love using the app to keep a, a beer diary note. So for those of you that love Untapped, this is a really good time not to use this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, everybody's going, absolutely. Well, so connectivity is very difficult, you know, inside the hall itself. And while we really love um, a lot of those beer diaries and things that allow you to capture kind of what you're doing, like Untapped. Um, use the GABF app, uh, mobile app itself. Um, I love to bring it back home. You can download it in an Excel spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And there was actually a guy last year, he would upload those all into your uh, untapped diary, you know, after the fact as well. So oh, wow. I don't know if somebody, uh, some other geek is going to, you know, figure that out and do it with the untapped API. But so um, for those of you that are thinking it's about a conquest of beers, eh, maybe this is not the best way to kind of go about it. Um, so yeah, create a plan, have a plan, think about the geography, you know, think about the beers that you're going after. That would be one of the tips I would tell you to do. I think one of the things I would tell you not to do is there are time releases of special release beers, um, that come out. There'll be a bunch, you know, throughout the day and you'll hear about them. Some of them will be published. Some of them will not be published. Some of them you'll walk by the booth and they'll go, Hey, we're going to tap this super special, you know, double bourbon barrel aged, you know, uh, 24%, you know, Imperial Stout, you know, at 308 or something, you know, crazy. So, um, there'll be a bunch of those, um, through the beer hall. I would tell you, don't go after any of those in the first two hours of the yeah. session you're in, because you're going to be standing in a line with a bunch of other people eating up your time that will are absolutely consuming a bunch of your time so if you want to go after any of the limited release specials go after them in the back half of the session that you're going yeah. after um because there will be fewer people who want to stand in line 
and there will actually be more beer available at the end of the session uh, because at the end of the night, what they're doing is they're going through and taking inventory of, of how, you know, where they're at with kegs each evening. And so their primary goal is to time things where they are having to move the fewest number of kegs around in each session. Mm-hmm. And so that's the reason why actually some of the better beer is served towards the back half of the session that you're attending. Yeah. So um, if you're looking for things that are in a special release, go to the back half. Forget about whatever you're going to do in the first two hours. Don't stand in line for, you know, 30 minutes. You know, time is... Uh, is not your friend i would say another thing about the app too is that there are it it breaks out beers in different ways um so like if you're if you really want to try a lot of sours or if like if you're a a pale ale hoppy fan it it will categorize beers that way for you too and you can kind of target um where you're going yeah really really great mobile app i've i've thought that was one of the stronger things that that i've read as well so, uh, <clears throat> really, uh, um, really great uh, suggestions there. So, we'll actually have a meet and greet session on Saturday. We don't know quite our details, haven't been nailed down, but watch out on our Facebook page or our Twitter feed for the details on that. We're uh, actually not recording this year at the event, but you can talk to us um, maybe into another trivia contest. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. is more trivial than us. Yep, yep. that's right. So um, the one epic that we did was really a lot of fun. Uh, we had a great time. Um, I don't know. Listen, if you've got something in mind that you'd like for us to go to during GABF, drop us a line. We're not kind of locked and loaded in anything. I have some things in mind, but um, you know, you could kind of talk us into anything. Sure, you can talk me into beer. <laughs> Well, we are going to skip what the funk this year. Um, they ended up moving it to Tuesday, and it's, you know, with the way the the event lays out, I mean, it might as well be locals only because hardly anyone's going to be in town uh, for that. And there are so many other really cool events that you know we're kind of, you know, uh, there's there's so much to do that we're we'll probably be looking at a lot of other things. Um, you know, and there's so many other cool sour events like what the um, uh, Funk Fest from Wicked Weed. Um, I don't know, Julie. Help me out. What are, what are some others? What Embrace the Funk that Stone we have Sour here. Fest. Yeah, Pucker yeah. Fest, Midwest Sour Wild Beer Fest, and then that um, the fest that's at Upland too. That's another good one. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So there's there's plenty of opportunities. There'll be so many things happening around town that whole week. That'll be. Great. You know, the Rare Beer Festival is on again, and that's got a huge rotation of attending breweries. So check out the Rare Beer if you can snag a ticket for that. Also, there's some fantastic beer bars and restaurants in Denver. So perennial favorites are Falling Rock, Fresh Craft, Hops and Pies, and Cheeky Monk. Those places are going to be packed. Hops and Pies, Hops and Pies. Cheeky Monkey. Check them out. Yep, uh, some really great places. So one of our other insider tips is uh, go hit Fresh Craft on Sunday. Actually, you might actually see some of us there. Um, There'll be lots of uh, high-quality beer still on tap um, with nearly zero crowd. We enjoyed a leisure decompression session with like 30 beers on the front porch last year. That was really a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it um, was. And the only thing was, is there were only Broncos fans at the bar. That was the only downside. So that's Ooh. a huge downside. Well, we'll there's that. 
We'll be back in just a minute. As the world wind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. On today's episode, we're talking about GABF for 2016, the Great American Beer Festival in Denver. Woohoo! And questionable decision-making skills by Dave. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. I'm not going to respond to that. But, you know, I'm the rookie here, so I know you all are going to want to make sure I have a great time, but what would you suggest for those who are rookies that don't have veteran wingmen to fly with them at GABF? All right, so I am the Pied Piper of this uh, gang, and uh, I'll admit that I might overplan. No, no, no. No, come on. <laughs> so, uh, What's 15 things to do per day yeah. plus drink beer? I, I mean, mean, come on. I enjoy having my day scheduled to the moment. <laughs> per right. second, exactly. Yeah, it can happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I am... I'm laughing at the lunacy of it all. So, listen, there are actually lots of websites that actually track a lot of these events for GABF. Um, I talked a little bit about, you know, kind of several, uh, a couple of my favorites um, to definitely check out where a lot of these are um, maintained are the Denver Post. They'll have, like, a GABF site, and they'll have, like, all the events on their calendar off there. Uh, PorchDrinking.com, another great site um, to be Mm. able to... Uh, maintain uh, kind of a good list of things going on at GABF. Um, a couple of other sites last year, uh, like Brut- Brutally, that's B-R-U-W-B-R-E-W, Tally, anyway, Brutally Insane, created a public uh, Google calendar. So um, you could actually just download the whole thing to your phone and like all the events were on your phone. And then you could, you know, remove the ones that you didn't want to go to or, you know, kind of think about your plan down to the minute. Just for you, Dave. (laughs) Um, So there are nearly 80 plus events over like a four day period of time. And and now that, you know, they're even stretching this, you know, one funk, you know, into Tuesday. So I have a feeling that's going to kind of creep some things in. So, yeah, it literally does kind of stretch out over a full week period of time. But it's kind of crammed in from like Tuesday to Sunday, you know, uh, if you have to think about the the right period of time. So um, there are a couple of favorites uh, that worthy of mentioning some things I think you'll probably see us kind of go back to, um, you know, this year. We'll see. We'll see if Kenda likes all these as well. I can do anything. Well, some really good uh, tap takeovers at Star Bar and Cheeky Monk. And so uh, several of the area bars 
will have tap takeovers and they'll have it'll be like eight hours yeah and they'll rotate like you know four different breweries through you know over that period of time so they'll really be moving and and humming on a lot of kegs um over that period of time um so a couple of things i like about those particular choices i like star bar because um i liked a lot of the breweries that were there the crowd was manageable Mm mm-hmm parking was obtainable around star bar <laughs> it, yeah. it was it was that's a big deal there was a really cool you know um parking garage i mean right next to star bar so um and i like the food um at star bar so there were a lot of reasons why i like that particular venue um kind of over the course of those four days a lot of people that are local to the area um you know star bar has been there you know for quite a while and you know I really love biker gems across the street, so you know I can't say enough about that. We'll probably talk about food in a minute. So uh, Cheeky Monk, obviously, you know we can't say enough good things about uh, Cheeky Monk because watch your step. Yeah. That's near and dear to our heart. It is. Um, so uh, Cheeky Monk was uh, on a short list of uh, good belching zone nominees we had for I want to say 2012 was when they were nominated. Great taps and yeah, uh, phenomenal beer on tap. Yeah. Um, I think that if you have not had a traditional Belgian beer bar experience, this is your place yep, to go to. Muscles. You're going to have muscles. You're going to have mm, quack on tap. So you're going to have golden drock. Um, mm, you yeah. know. Yeah. You're going to have you know. Uh, you're just going to have the perfect Belgian beer, you know, experience if you want to have it there. So fantastic bar. I've never been to GABF, but I've been to Cheeky Monk. In fact, my company had a conference in Denver two years ago, and they took all the, we took all the attendees downtown to have a great event. And I looked on the map and found out Cheeky Monk was two blocks away, so I snuck out and went to Cheeky Monk. There you go. It's a beautiful place. Well, so the event that we've skipped uh, year after year has been the brewery um, with. Uh, Pat Rue, um, you know, that's actually in the morning on Saturday, and I'm hoping we can kind of change up our schedule and actually hit Cheeky Monk for uh, that event along oh, that's with cool. them. Yeah, yeah. great yeah, idea. So great. that might be our uh, meet and greet session. We'll see, but I really love the Beerson Brewery. I really love, you know, Patrick and the rest of the crew, you know, from the brewery. Um, it would be really great to uh, kind of catch up with them at a place that we really love to hang out. So, um, you know, I would say any excuse uh, to go to the Crooked Stave at the Source. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, we're all just kind of, you know. Really great yeah. place. I mean, uh, it is a... So, uh, again, another really good combination of good parking um, mm-hmm. available yep. at the Source. Um, really great food at the Source. Yes. You can have something incredibly casual. There's a taqueria kind of place. You can just grab a few tacos. Um, if you just actually just want to grab some meat and cheese, you know, there's a meat and, you know, a charcuterie place right there inside the source. If you want to have a sit down, you know, uh, really great, um, you know, meal right there in the source. Um, the acorn is right there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you're that, not going to go wrong. What's that tap room that's right across? Is that Great Divide? That's Great Divide. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, opened right last the year. Um, it's and a cool place, too. So, uh, it, so that's kind of the two for one um, that you get. Just park right there at the source and walk across the street. Yeah. And you're a look both couple ways. minute uh, ride from Epic at that point too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. which is right around the corner. Um, and also another really great uh, you know tap room to visit. Um, I'd you say know, also you know, and this is for you know a certain segment of people. Um, consider you know a dinner. Uh, at Casa Bonita. <laughs> Casa Bonita. 
and then followed that up with a night of uh, uh, a pleasant night's sleep at the Big Bunny Motel. Oh, there you um, go. A pleasant night's sleep. You I may like have that. to sleep on the floor to avoid bullets, but let me tell you something, all right? Those cockroaches. High quality. Right, yeah, that's a good, that's good spot. You, high quality. So uh, go back and listen to our GABF shows from last year, and you'll hear a lot more about the Big Bunny Motel. We had a great time uh, staying out on that part of town. We're not staying on that part of town this year. We're actually uh, staying uh, south of downtown this year. But uh, we'll see if we can swing by. That's a good photo op moment just for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think for us to drop by. Uh, We did did have a good time. We did hear from the management of Big Bunny. I'm happy to say that, A, first off we were not banned banned which is shocking (laughs) i know was shocking considering the really glowing comments that we had about the big bunny motel and uh we did have an invitation that if we would like to book they would reserve us one of their very best suites Uh, oh that's so nice Nice. i thought that was a nice gesture you know on management so anyway uh, a couple of other uh, choices. Go bottle shop hunting while you're there. I would say at the top of my list is go to the Colorado Liquor Mart. Yeah. It's a little out of the way. Okay. So, uh, look, everybody and their brother is going to go to Argonaut, okay, um, which is right next to Cheeky Monk. So, listen, if you're going to Cheeky Monk and you want to do a little two-for-one, that's cool. Go to Cheeky Monk, park your car in one spot, walk next door to Argonaut, go in there. It's going to be pretty, pretty picked over, you know. But um, you're still going to, you know, enjoy some good things. Look, if you have a car and, you know, a sober driver and you want to do some bottle shop, go to the Colorado Liquor Mart. Here's my insider tip. Walk inside the beer cellar. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you just walk on the outside where you're just looking at the stuff outside the refrigerated case, that's like, it's cool. It's all really great stuff. It's a great stuff. It's in the back. You got to walk in, yeah. freeze your tail off, and you'll get to see some amazing stuff back there. And yes. the staff there, you can ask them questions, and they're they're super knowledgeable. They're very helpful. Best uh, inventory I've seen of Prairie Ale and Perennial um, outside of their native distribution sites, right there at Colorado Liquor Mart, yeah. hands down. Yeah, all of us are, and uh, Almanac. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We picked up a ton of Al- Almanac and. Uh, uh, did we pick up a bunch of uh, Trinity? I think while we were there at Colorado Liquor Mart. We got well. yeah, we definitely got some yeah. Trinity. Really great selection, and uh, so I can't say enough about our good friends at the Colorado Liquor Mart. Um, they really are. They plan ahead. They're really good yeah, about staging their inventory, and they don't put everything out at once. So they'll put out some things on Tuesday and some things on Wednesday. And so if you just go there like once and you don't go back, you know, maybe a second time, you might be missing out on a few things. Talk to the staff. Very knowledgeable. They'll tell you what their plan is in advance as well. So no problem with that. Um, We actually spent some time across the street from the Colorado Liquor Mart at the World of Beer. And this one was south of town. Um, So this is a chain uh, that is kind of around the country. Um, The thing I liked, well, first, the company. I mean, you know. uh, Oh, thanks, buddy. (laughs) No, we were with Jeff and Carrie, but, you know. Oh, yeah. um, So... That was that was really cool, um, you know, to kind of spend some time. Great porch area, yeah, and the weather was awesome. It was, you know, it was a perfect night that night. But really great beers, you yeah. know, just as we we're hanging out there, mm-hmm. a lot of great high high gravity beers, you know, to kind of get around. So some really great choices. So um, I know that there is one it thing that everybody has to do this year, Juliana. What is it? 
let me tell you about a new place. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, we are so jazzed. We are all beer nerds here. Dun, yes. Dun, 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 and those of you that are listening are probably beer nerds too. One of the highly anticipated new breweries to come out of Denver is the Black Project. And they, oh, thank God, have finally opened a tap room. So it just opened in August, and this is the evolution of this brewery into something that is beyond friend of a friend of a friend distribution model, but you have to go there. It's going to be the it place to be at. It's all like local, uh, spontaneously fermented beer, uh, cool wow. ship stuff. Yeah. Yep. Hey, so when do we get to talk about the food? Is there food there? A little bit. Really? Wow. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, well, Kendall, they got food. Um, <laughs> yep. There's lots of food. There you go. It's not lots the right. Now, back to the beer. Yeah, so It's yeah. not the beer and food festival. So. <laughs> there is lots of great food, though. Yeah. We already talked a little bit about the food at Cheeky Monk. Definitely order the mussels if you're yeah. there. And yeah. I mentioned Freets. Biker Gems, which is right across the street from Star Bar. Um, and the cool two for uh, so they do not have food at the star bar go across the street enjoy yourself one of the best you know um, dogs you've ever had at biker gems and you can bring the food back over to the star bar go all the way in the back there's plenty of room back there and it's a separate tap area by the way so if you nice. don't know about that which is very uh, cool. definitely a way to do it yeah anything else you enjoyed eating while you're there I I have to say I really loved wine coop um yeah Granted, you know, it's owned by one of the past um, governors there, Mr. Hickenlooper, but... Hickenlooper. Yes, say that ten times Try the Hickenlooper. Make sure it's well code word for this trip. Hickenlooper. But they have have multiple levels to this place, which is a restored old building. It's um, beautiful. It is. And great food pairings, you know, with their beer and some really interesting stuff. Some, like, cherry-braised pork belly wow delicious yeah it was awesome yeah well we know a key insider that is obsessed with beer food pairing don't we we do know who it was we aren't going to mention her name so so the pairing event within the gabf session is really amazing oh yeah okay so for those of you actually attending multiple sessions i would tell you if you should buy the extra ticket to go and go to the uh pairing uh for if you have um if you're going to multiple sessions there is so much thought and planning that actually goes into these amuse-bouche uh, style food and beer pairing. It's actually a struggle to kind of balance the regular convention floor and actually this event. You could spend two hours alone in the pairing event. Alone. Wait, what's amuse-bouche? Snack-sized food. Yeah, snack-sized food, you know, like Dave. Well, your version of a snack-sized food is really a can of cheese whiz and like a half container of saltines <laughs> thanks for giving me my secrets Kendall hey you're you, you're like a cicerone do you what put would, the do you put the cheese on the cracker or do you just like squirt it in your mouth I bet uh, he squirts it he squirts a he's a squirt. I'm a squirt. oh come on he's oh, a squirter he's a squirter let's not get me that tag um <laughs> sounds like a new t-shirt yeah. Kendall uh from your cicerone experience what would you pair with cheese whiz what beer would you say pairs well with cheese whiz i'd go with an american lager (laughs) (laughs) you're thinking something uh macro nice yeah mostly (laughs) why not sure yeah okay one other thing that you say is just leave your car at home with all this beer drinking with all this 
beer tasting with all of the beer that is going to be in Denver. Just, you know what? Play it safe, guys. Great idea. Just get an Uber or a Lyft. There's plenty, a cab, anything. There's plenty of them out there and, you know, they're there to serve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely arrive safely uh, and enjoy yourself. Um, I think the pressure, added pressure of, uh, you know, um, just having to figure this out or some timing thinking, you know what, I'll just drink for the first three hours but not for the fourth. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to work well for you. Yeah, we all know that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, another event coming up uh, we wanted to talk about really quick. Uh, Dave. Yeah, so if you want to catch up with us at uh, one of our favorite beer events, uh, one of our favorites is coming up uh, this winter. It's actually in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the Winter Warmer December 3rd. Tickets will go on sale October 28th uh, at 10 a.m. and they will go fast. This is a always a super cool event. If you thought GABF was a tough ticket, man, this is even tougher. Yeah, it sold out in seven minutes last year. So the 12 South Winter Warmer is sponsored by the Woodland Wine Merchant, a great shop for uh, wine and uh, yeah, gold whiskey here in nashville and craft beer yeah so this is a great event uh produced by rising productions the best beer events in nashville they put on great shows excellent stuff well that's gonna wrap it up for our gabf preview show hopefully you learned a few new things to help you have a great time where we're gonna be at gabf in 2016 hey drop us a line if you want to catch up with us there again watch our facebook and twitter page we'd love for you to greet us in person Thanks to all of our listeners here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. You can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, Google Play, Google Play, and Spreaker iNative Media Host. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day at Sip, Suds, Smoke, and our Facebook page is buzzing with lots of news. Well, I'm looking forward to going to GABF with all of you. Juliana, thanks for uh, being here today. Why, thanks for having me. And I'm going to see all you guys at GABF. And how can they reach you? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Send me a line. Send me some beer. Send me anything at audiokitty at sipsudsmokes.com. Dave, thanks for joining us for today. Thanks, buddy. Hey, people, email me a beer or a picture of a beer but actually no not a picture just a real beer at leave the cork in at sipsudsmokes.com thanks dave and good old boy kendall it was a pleasure to be here folks always drink good beer uh and you can reach me at kendall at sipsudsmokes.com well i am so looking forward to our trip to denver and uh definitely uh i'm looking forward to just the time you know we're gonna have as well as the beer oh yeah This is good old boy Mike asking you to join us once again for another episode. And I'm going to ask you to keep on sipping. been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs>